I want to drizzle you in chocolate, Path Girl, and eat you like a Sunday, even though it's Saturday, <laughs> technically, when we're recording. I'll go for the chocolate, but you, 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 Mountain, no, you know, Mountain. Can I, can I take your cherry? Uh, that was taken about 35 years ago. <laughs> the it's cherry like has left the building. Yes. We are cherryless today, Path Girl. But you know yes. what we do have? We have an amazing show coming up, and our listeners got involved, and Creepy's here, and you're here. Yay. So let's just get to it. The following show is for mature audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. And if you don't like it, please go fuck yourself. One, two, three, four! Do you feel your sex life is quite lame? Scared that your desires might be strange? Come and join the kinky world of play. Hello and welcome to Perverted Podcast, the show where we explore the adventures of the kinky lifestyle, sex, and the human mind. Recording on Zencaster, where good girls get cuddled, but bad girls get spanked, then cuddled. I'm Path Girl. I am Count Boogie. Kind of like the whole good girls get cuddled mm-hmm. and spanked and cuddled. I was fl- I was flirting with someone online or something, Ooh. or I was trying to. I don't think I was flirting. <laughs> Look at how this just occurs in my head now. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm totally <laughs> fucking relevant. Yeah, no, maybe it was somebody I was attempting to flirt with and gave me no response. That might have been it. But they were really like, I just want to be cuddled. I want someone that cuddles me. And, uh, you know, it was, you know, they had all the, you know, bend me over and fuck me stuff. Mm-hmm. But it was just uh, there was a lot of emphasis on cuddle and praise. And uh, oh, sounds like she might be a little or little, little. Tendencies. Well, the thing. Yeah. But the thing is, she's like, I don't do age play and I okay. don't want to call anyone daddy. And I'm like, I don't give a shit. What do you, you do? You little as fuck- you do little. I mean, yeah. yeah, you can call me frog stomper, which, by the way, <laughs> was a which, when. Which was a good album from a bunch of Australian kids in the 90s. Uh, that needs to be for... Sir Frog Stomper. I definitely could see that, though. <laughs> Sir Frog Stomper. That's my new my new goddamn kink name. Oh, there you go. So did you have any shenanigans this week? Uh, I did not. Donis and I had more vanilla stuff where we took our uh, – I took my son trunk retreating. We went to the Carolina Renaissance Fair last weekend. But Donis's birthday is on Monday. So, uh, oh yeah. So, uh, we will probably get together on Wednesday after his birthday to go for dinner. And definitely once I throw a couple of dirty martinis in him, shenanigans will ensue. So, so you're going to, uh, you're going to give up the A cause it's his birthday, right? I, I do that even when it's not his birthday, but uh, you just yeah. got to pretend birthday <laughs> anal, you know, uh, like you got, you know, cause it's gotta be like, it's a birthday. So it's like something special. So you just mm-hmm. pretend like maybe you just pretend you're all virginal and you're like, we can't have sex with my vagina, but Jesus says it's okay. If you have sex in my bum bum. <laughs> oh, that's so hot. Come on. We, we could probably have some good. Oh, I could probably even take out one of the new Domless toys and do a DP for that night. That might be something. To up hey, look at that. Yay. Look at that. See how you just cleverly segued way into the Domless.com segment. We'll be doing yes. a toy review a little later on in the show. But uh, so so do you have anything special planned other than just getting them drunk and and letting them molest you? Um. No, we're going out to dinner because uh, last year was his 40th. So I kind of did a big thing where I took him down to Charlotte and he's a huge 49ers fan. So right, we went right, to right. a 49ers game and I basically told him, look, 41's going to be not as big, but not as uh, glamorous. Yeah. Yeah. I am Except getting for the nice, A. 
Yeah, except for the anal. Um, but I am getting a nice gift, so I'll have to give them that on Wednesday. So oh, it's actually I... a combination uh, of a of a birthday and a Christmas gift. So, um, well, this is going to drop after after I give it to him. So I'm planning on getting him a new Xbox because he has not gotten a new Xbox in many years. So. Nice, nice. It's good to upgrade your Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> With the your po- with your V box and your A box exactly you already the, working well. You want the Xbox? You got to play with the V box first. Okay. See, bam! <laughs> now we there's a segue, and that's what we love. Well, god damn it! I hope you guys have fun, and we sure look forward to hearing about your shenanigans yes. on Perverted Podcast in the next show. But let's get to the magic. Put it in. Oh. Taste the sin. Path girl. Yes, Boogie. This became, it's kind of, I mean, technically, this is a dungeon etiquette segment, which we haven't done one of these in a long time. Yes. And so, uh, but it's a listener driven dungeon etiquette segment, which makes it really cool. So I go on the FetLife group. We have Perverted Podcast FetLife group, which uh, everyone should be a part of uh, because this is, it really is a good chance for you to be a part of the show. And uh, our listeners have really, really been stepping up the last yes, uh, few months you. when we uh, when we put out a good question and they respond. It makes it, you know, because you and I have our opinions and then Creepy and Enigma and, and the others come on from time to time. And it's like, OK, yeah, that's, you know, Boogie and Path Girl's opinion about stuff. But it really, really, to me, drives home the idea of these philosophies and concepts that we put forward when it's multiple people yes. expressing, you know, their experiences about their lifestyle. So this was a really exciting one. I mean, exciting in a way that we're going to talk about what annoys the fuck out of people. So um, <laughs> in the dungeon, <laughs> in the dungeon, but it is important because there's a lot of, you know, you have new people that are just coming into kink. Some of our perverted podcast listeners may be new. So if you are new and you are like, Oh, we're going to start going to this dungeon, this BDSM club, a play party, swingers parties, whatever. It's really important that you understand some of the things that you will make bad for yourself. Yes. Because there are certain rules and etiquettes that that are not always spoken, but they piss everyone off. So this mm-hmm. segment is what annoys you most at a play party. Yes. And there was no shortage. <laughs> oh, yeah. They came. Once again, thank you. You guys came out of the woodwork. We got a bunch of responses. There was no shortage, and there's definitely some general themes, so it's going to go back and forth. I'm going to repeat some, but I want to give everyone a chance to be heard, so I'm going to read all the 400 fucking comments, and then we'll (laughs) um, have our own things uh, if we want to add some. But uh, we'll start first. First off, um, I got to say, if you don't put – and I put it in the the post – if you don't say we have permission to use your name, then I'm just going to say anonymous and a bunch of people uh, forgot to give us permission. So uh, if you're anonymous, you're not going to get your cred and and street fame for, uh, you know, you're just going to be anonymous. But uh, Galfe uh, started off with once I was trying to have a scene at a public play party with my master and the people setting up to us 
were having a super loud discussion about tattoos and vacations. Made it. Had to get in the head. Wait, I don't even know how that says. Um, Made it hard, I think she meant. Yeah, Such so made it made it hard. made it hard for them to get into their headspace. Sorry, did yeah. I mention I'm mildly reading dyslexic? No, but uh, but yeah, this is a very very common yes. one. This is this oh. is going to be probably the biggest theme out of all these. So I'll read a few more of these that are simple. Uh, uh, Unger Unger stepped in Raggedy Ogre. Uh, people not being aware of their surroundings. This leads to interrupting scenes, both by people watching. And people in scenes. Uh, so let's just kind of start in on that. We're going to have a few yeah. of these that are about people loud talking in the dungeon. A lot of dungeons, a lot of parties will usually have kind of a social area mm-hmm. that you get to go hang out in and be social. Because in the play area, you know, people are trying to concentrate on their, their play scene. And so if you're there and it and it's normal, I've done this. I have been guilty of this a number of times. You mm-hmm. get excited. You're talking to someone. It starts out as whispering. And then all of a sudden you start laughing. And then you, all of a sudden you just your brain just tunes out everything around you. And that is a major party foul yes. in a play space because people have come to this place because they don't have the ability, and we're going to touch on this theme on a lot of other of these things too. People don't have the ability to play at their homes, at their apartments, at places where they have roommates. And so the only place that they can play and be kinky and try to get some level of headspace is at a play party where they can do that. So it doesn't mean that they're coming there specifically to be an exhibitionist or play in a party. They're going there because that's the only place that they can play. So when you can talk anywhere, mm-hmm. you can go to any restaurant, any coffee house, you can catch up till three o'clock in the morning, uh, you know, eating Sundays off of path girls, vagina, well. if, you know, mentally, <laughs> but, uh, but you can't, always have a place to play yeah and i don't don't get me wrong there's definitely times that you know somebody like kind of winces like i'll watch i'll watch a scene and i'll kind of like mutter into my breath ow or somebody will get a really good smack and everybody at the same time goes "Ooh, you know you got her good you know but for two three seconds after something that's fine but when I'm listening to you taking your kids to soccer games and then you got to go this and it doesn't, no, no, it drives me fucking crazy. Because especially that, like you said, not only people are coming to the dungeon because they don't have the time or the space to play, they may be wanting to use a specific piece of equipment that's not available to them, like a cross or a spanking bench or whatever. Sure. Yeah. And it's just, headspace is so important to not only the bottom and the top it drives me crazy where there is especially where i'm in a dungeon if it's not the music i normally like it's harder for me to get in my headspace there's times i'll put on headphones just to block everybody out because i cannot stand all the noise so please 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 be aware of your surroundings especially when you're in a a private home if you're doing a home play party it's not as the sound kind of gets zoned in even more to the area so it's just people just try to keep it down Very good. Delilah May, our lovely, lovely Delilah. I second both Gal and and Unger. And here's a good one. Once again, being aware of where you are. Most of these are going to just be about looking around. 
considering other people around you. She's also being 5'3". I always find that the tallest fucker in the place wherever I am will come and stand in front of me. Perhaps the short person has a bunch of space in front of them so they can see what's happening. Because sometimes there's busy dungeon nights. And and it's just like, hey, are you like, just give a look. Yes. Give a look before. Because sometimes, you know, you're allowed to watch like in the main room of a lot of clubs. Mm It's like, okay, the private rooms give a little bit of space to the people in there. But in the main room, of course, everyone can watch if that's the way the party is set up. But look around. Sometimes there's like 50 people in there and everyone's trying to give space to the people playing. But they're in a group. And mm-hmm. it's just like you like it's I've seen it like big, tall ogres, just like what not our ogre unger, but like ogres in general, just like yeah. walk in and just stand in front of people and then start talking with their mm-hmm. friends while a group while other people were trying to just quietly watch the scene. Yeah. Or if you're in a group, try to like, you know, how people get together for a picture. Like, don't be standing there with like, you know, two feet apart. You know, there's other people that want to watch. Just kind of smush in a little. You know, I understand social distancing and stuff, but come on. (laughs) Get a little close. Slip a finger in path, girl. What? Oh. So (laughs) Enigma chimed in. I agree with the above. Everyone's going to pretty much agree with this. Anyone that's been in a dungeon for a while is going to agree with the space thing. But folks assuming others are out when they themselves are not. Mm-hmm. It's uh, not super common, but I've run into folks from the vanilla space who were more open about their kink and their sexuality than I am generally. Maybe not a kink party specifically, but if you know from one side or the other and you know I'm a kinkster out in the vanilla world, you you don't know if I'm out, basically. Yeah. So, and this happens in the dun- this is actually what this talked to me because of course, when you're out in the in the public, we talk about that. It's a whole nother segment that yes, we could talk yes. about. Yeah. Not talking about your kink, even if you're uh, even if you know that person's from the dungeon, you don't know who's around unless you mm-hmm. guys have both given each other the fucking single signal to be free to talk. Shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. But even in the dungeon, and we've talked about this long ago in the past, it's very important when you are at a dungeon situation and people are there to still understand that even though you're in the dungeon, that does not mean you should ask people about their vanilla lives. Yep. That they may not be out. It's a very uncomfortable thing. Don't ask them about their job. Don't ask them mm-hmm. where they hang out. Don't ask them what school they're going to. Unless they bring it up, they want to keep that private. Yes. Because they don't want this to follow them out, and then for you to be like, "Hey, I just thought I'd stop by your for your job or you know whatever you know," it's it's just a faux pas. Did I use the word faux pas? Yes, That's, you uh, did. It's pretty <gasps> disgusting, yeah. but it's it's just you know when you're in the dungeon, you have to really be aware of what other people are thinking and feeling, and don't impose. Uh, that kind of info or try to draw that information from them. And also don't, you need to realize that people are on kink in different levels. There may be somebody who's going to be sitting there going, yeah, I did this needle scene and then I did scalpels and and just like vomit all this, like, you know, borderline, you know, uh, consensual non-consent edge play. And you may have somebody, it's their first event and they're like a deer in headlights going, uh, I just like maybe can't spanking. And it's like, you get, it's just, 
not everyone is comfortable with the same level of discussion you might be. So just try to gauge it where, you know, you can have polite conversation, but if you see they're starting to edge away a bit, yeah, you might want to back off. And that's a, first off, that's a fucking fantastic point. Um, and on the other end of that, if you are new and somebody starts talking like because there are douchebags in there that yeah. like want to impress you with how fucking sadistic and and badass if you're a single Uber, female yes. Uber Dom or, you know, Uber Dom or Uber bottom like, oh, I can take this because yeah, it goes both ways. The bottom can you can be two bottoms can be having a conversation right. and one can be trying to like badass themselves and be like, oh, yeah, they, they cut my fucking asshole open and fucking put marshmallows oh. in there, sewed it up or whatever, yeah. you know, just to, to be like that. But in the other end. If you are new and some of these things freak you out, it is absolutely okay to say, hey, that stuff, I, I'm not really into that. We don't have to talk about. That's not what I'm here for. Mm -hmm. There's nothing wrong. And if they get butthurt about that, then fuck them. Yeah. It's Minx. Or it's Mix. It's not Minx. It's M-Y. Yeah, it's Mix. M-Y-X so, Mix. Yeah, it is M-Y-X. Sorry. Um People entering the scene play space without explicit oh, consent. Lordy above. Yes. Yeah, this is going to be a good one. Oh. I know this is a rule and common sense at dungeons, but sometimes when it's a playful energy group scene, such as a bunch of littles coloring on a person or group birthday spankings, folks think it's okay to join in without asking. Yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> So she gives two different scenarios. Like one, it's like, yeah, you know, you understand you're not supposed to, which we're going to talk about. It's not always that way either. But yeah, you're not supposed to walk into people's scenes. But what if all of a sudden there's a group of people and it looks like everything's playful and they're like, mm -hmm. oh, this is great. I'm here for the first time. And I've never, you know, this is obviously this is this scene is open to everybody and I'm yes. in everybody. So I'm going to come in and pick up a pen and start doing it. Mm hmm. That's I'll let you go ahead and jump on that. I, I've I've seen it both ways where it's just, you know, there's been scenes where I've seen like where the dominant is purposely saying to the submissive, no, you are going to be open to everybody, like especially mm -hmm. like humiliation scenes where you take markers and hey, I'm gonna hand you a marker and you can go right on my submissive or my bottom. Great. You don't have to write on that person. Or it's just if you're invited to play, like if the literally the top or the dom turns around and says, Hey, everyone who's here can do it great you have a choice whether you want to participate or not but if it's just a bunch of fun bunch of people and they kind of turn around and go eh? Eh? that's not an invitation for hey you can join in too it's just it's i've seen it go so horribly wrong in multiple ways and it's just when in doubt step back or better yet ask hey is it okay if i dot 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 right and and this is where it gets into some uncomfortable feelings for people mm -hmm. because you know, you, there's a group of people, here's someone new or whatever, someone that wants to join and they come up, you have to be able to initiate and say, no, this is, you know, this is just the people that they know um, that they're comfortable with letting them do this with. So, you know, not this time or whatever. You're going to have to speak up for yourself because yeah. it's not always like malicious or whatever. Because once again, if you're new, you don't know anything. And so it doesn't mean you have the right to just go in and start touching people and doing things. You 
if you are the person that is new going into a new space, it is your responsibility to ask. That is that is the safest way to get into any situation. Everything that you want to do or try or think is okay, ask somebody. Yes. If you ask first, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna mitigate a lot of these problems. Mm-hmm. But it's also important for the people that are in charge of their own scene to understand that some people are just you know they don't get it or whatever. And so that's why it's important. Is there somebody, if you're going to have a group scene, is there somebody there that gets to be the, hey, you can't join or stay back or, you know, that it's, you understand what I'm saying? Like everyone has kind of a responsibility because you can't always assume there are parties. This goes to the second point about this. There are parties where they're like more uh, voyeuristic, gangbangy type of parties where the party is set up that you can literally go in and start jerking off in the middle yeah. of someone's fucking scene. Those parties are very common. There's a lot of them. You look at FetLife, like literally oh, gosh, most yeah. of the events are gang bang, come jerk off, give us yeah. your 50 bucks. And so people, you know, the same thing. A lot of people, it's not common sense because most of the parties that they see advertised, you can just kind of walk into a scene and start being a part of it. Yeah. Maybe you I've can't even, touch them or whatever, but yeah, like yeah. The, the jerk off thing. And there's a lot of those parties. I've even seen it where at King parties where when I've signed into parties, they're like, hey, we're doing this specific type of scene tonight. And Anyone who wants to join in is okay. And like, there'll be a DM there to kind of remind them. But basically like there's been times the DMs have made like an announcement or go table table and go, Hey, there's a scene starting in this room and it's this. If you want to participate, anybody can do it. And that's that blanket consent that the top sure. and the bottom have given to the DM and say, Hey, where, whoever you want to pull in, pull in. But it's just when in doubt, just ask. Ask. Oh my God. It's yeah, the shortest, it's... one of the shortest words in, in the human language and uh, in English. And, uh, and, and like the majority really... of the time, especially they'll be like, well, of course. You know what I mean? It's, it, especially if you're well, going to. Unless ask you're me... creepy and shitty, then it's mostly oh. going to be no. Let's be honest about yeah, that. Yeah, that's true. Of that's course. True. Yeah, you can get. Yeah. No, no, Ugh, no. Yeah. You will never be invited in. Change your personality. <laughs> Put on a clean uh, shirt and wear deodorant and uh, and stop trying to hump their feet before you ask them. <laughs> moving on. <laughs> moving on. It was a good one, though. Uh, Miss Metal just jumped in. People laughing loudly. It gets me out of my headspace yes. instantly. Once again, look around. Uh, this is a good one. Optimize. Um, uh, people with no spatial awareness or situational awareness who then end up getting too close. I do a lot of impact Mm -hmm. and get frustrated having to stop to let someone walk past who got too close. Mm -hmm. Meaning this is a, this is a, it should be printed on the wall, but it's not. The toy is King. Yes. King or queen. Doesn't matter what you want to call it, but the toy is King. If you are getting close to somebody and they are doing a flogging scene, That toy and the distance that it swings is king. Stay the fuck out of that zone. If you just walk through a fucking dungeon Uh. and don't pay attention where you're going and you get whacked in the face with a flogger, that's you. Mm -hmm. You get to own that. You don't get to bitch. The toy is king. 
They, they're there to play. They're doing a scene. They are allowed to focus on the person they're playing with. And of course, you know, scenes that have like single tail whips and things where it oh, has, gosh, yes. you know, six feet this way and six feet back way. Yes, that is the responsibility of the dungeon to make sure that they have created a space because it's hard to see the tail of a whip in a dark dungeon going mm-hmm. backwards, you know, four feet before it then goes forward to strike. That's that's a thing. And some dungeons don't allow like I, I remember at the at the shitty place that I used to be at. I'm sorry. It's not shitty. <laughs> OK. OK. It's a fucking pile of shit. But uh, <laughs> at the place I used to be at, um, we didn't allow whips over a certain length unless you were in like a certain room where you couldn't you couldn't hit people with it. But in general, the toy is king. You, if you are walking through a dungeon, you have to be aware that if somebody is swinging forward, that toy is going to come an equal distance almost backwards. Yeah. And, I, you know, I see this a lot with Doc and his whips. And, and don't get me wrong. If you're watching a scene a good three, four feet behind people is fine. But we know that when Doc breaks out a whip, we need to take another step or two back because, like you said, yeah. that whip is going to be six. And, and this is in a play space that could be very large. But even so, it's just that whip with that tail. I mean, there's times we're standing six or seven feet back, and it's just kind of like, and you kind of lean back when that whip comes back. So it's six just, or seven six, feet isn't a lot of space, by the way. You said true. three or four feet. I wouldn't want anyone three or four feet away from my fucking scene. Well, and yeah. It, depending on what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If, it, if it's close impact, like if he's using a paddle and stuff. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Once if, he starts well, breaking I out floggers, yeah. Well, I'm just saying in general, depending on the size of the room, if you're in a small True. room and you're allowed to be there oh, and yeah, you're sitting yeah, yeah. in a chair, yeah, you're three, four feet away from the action going on. But if it is a bigger room, you need to not crowd around people. True. Unless it is a party that is specifically geared for being able to crowd around. Yeah. So, but in general, you want to give people space because if I can hear you fucking breathe, you're in my scene. You're a part mm-hmm. of my scene. And my bottom is going to be distracted by that as well. And once again, know your know what type of party you're at, but in general, give as much space as you can to people. If it's a bigger room, stay at the other end of the room, get a get a bottle of water and watch the entire thing unfold. That's magical. But that space, (laughs) people are like, what? I'm just watching. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. You want to whip across the face? Have fun. Oh, mm -hmm. I've had some fights. Um, Yeah. Wandering gal. Something uh, else I've seen oddly is narrow mindedness. People commenting and judging others that aren't dressing or playing the part. People wearing oh. jeans and T-shirts, oh, that you you know would see at a vanilla party, and they're trying to discourage that. I've heard people comment on how that uh, that Dom or Little or whomever doesn't dress like one, or they don't play while they're at the party. Like we're wrong for just socializing and networking. Um, Can I? Bitch and that I've people, heard. Please? I have heard Wandering Gal nailed it. I have heard this yes. too, where people come in and be snobby, especially the thing like bashing on people that they don't they never play they just come here and like socialize and it's like you know you're not obligated to play exactly you may not feel comfortable playing in, in public <laughs> maybe just you're just Jesus. going there to learn you know exactly. like i have learned so many th- just by sitting politely away on the other yes. side of the room 
and watching. That's how you learn things. And maybe you don't want to be naked in public. Maybe you don't want to, uh, you know, there's a million reasons why you don't want to play in public, but that is where you go and learn things. That's where you see how people interact and they connect with each other. And you take, especially as a top, you take a billion mental notes and you're just like, oh, <laughs> and then you go and practice that with your partner in, in privacy where you guys uh, want to play together. You're not obligated to fucking play. So to be judgy about that, I, yeah. I don't even know. I don't even know where that comes from. It's, well, it's just, I, sounds just kind of stupid. Yeah. And the dressing up part. Okay. I love getting dressed for kink parties, okay? You need to understand that sometimes people cannot physically get just dressed up the way they want, okay? Sure. I have friends of mine who have kids that they will put on their kink clothes, put vanilla clothes on top of it, and then when they walk out the door, take off the vanilla clothes, but they have to make sure that those vanilla clothes can go back on at the end of the night. You're also assuming that you have people who live with their parents, live with relatives, live with roommates, that it's just... Yeah, it would be nice. And there are clubs that have dressing areas or, you know, some people get changed in the bathroom when they get there. Fine. You're assuming that everybody has the same availability to dress up. And then don't even get me started on the financial part. There are just some people that it's just, they're just starting in kink. They don't want to invest a couple hundred dollars in leathers or can't spend 50 bucks on a, on a kink style costume. Cut them some slack. You dress the way you want. Stop being so fucking judgy. It's just, oh, it drives me fucking insane. How about this? How about go fuck yourself? Mm -hmm. I don't want to wear kink clothes. Yes. I'm here to be kinky. I'm not here to be a part of your fucking fashion show. Yes. I don't give a fuck. I wear Crocs in the dungeon. I'm there to play. I'm there to connect with my fucking partner. So if it is now then, if it is a party that is a like a high protocol, yes. we're going to dress. There is that. a dress code. Fine. Then that's people. There's nothing wrong with having that dressy dress energy, whatever. But if you're in a general play party, I ain't dressing up. I don't want to dress up. I don't like yeah. dressing up. I like to be comfortable and I want to connect with the person I'm playing with. I don't give a shit whether or not you think I look cool or not. Because yeah. that's not that's not my personality. So yeah, that's a that's a big one. Just uh, go in. Let's get through. There's a few more of these to get yes. through. Anonymous says, "I hate when spaces are not kept to a cool temperature. Ugh. I overheat easily, and that really kills any want to play. But on my top, on you know her own discomfort, the rooms, you know, so it starts to smell like a." locker room yeah you yeah. know and it gets sweaty people and especially if they're allowing sex i totally uh get that one in and it is true some people get cold some people get hot more people get overheated than uh than get frozen depending on on the area you're in but even if they get even if you're small and you get cold real easy or you're whatever you're anemic i don't fucking know yeah. Um, I get bring, cold very easily. Yeah, yeah. Bring an electric blanket. Throw it over the cross. I used to have two of them. It fucking worked amazing. <gasps> That's a brilliant idea. Oh my god! Throw an electric blanket over the fucking cross and then put your bottom on top of the nice oh, warm blanket. Oh, I know what I'm adding to my bag now. Thank you. Yes, that's a brilliant idea. You can lay it on the table. You can let you know, and then it's nice and cozy, and the heat's coming up from the table. So as the top, because obviously as the top, I'm doing all the work, so I'm going to get hot. Yeah, You know, so that way the bottom is just warm. Uh, an electric blanket isn't too expensive uh -huh. and uh, and it's a great thing to have. But, yeah, temperature, that's a that's a you know, that's a 
party organizer thing, but but yeah, it does suck when it gets hot. I'll give a top uh, a tip that I have to the bottoms for me: either thermal socks or compression socks will keep that blood flow up toward your heart. That'll keep you warmer for a while. Good, another good one. Yeah. Another good one. Thermal socks and heating blankets. Oh. Sounds like we're in a retirement home, but goddamn, once no, you get naked, you know exactly what we're talking about. I'm seriously going to get a small one because I never thought about that. Because I mean, I'm, when I'm in an environment and I'm cold, I know it's got to be cool for everybody watching, and there's multiple people. But I'm always cold. Putting a blanket. Oh, thank you. That's uh, I'm buying one seriously. <laughs> well, there. That is the gift. That is the dungeon gift I give to you. Oh, um, Jade Leopard. These are. This is a good one. Uh, obviously, loud conversations in social areas due to drinking, um, which some parties allow alcohol, some parties yeah. don't. Of course, obnoxious people suck no matter where you are. And then phones with cameras in the play space. Yeah, which is an is... entire conversation, an entire um, I will not play. I mean, I don't care personally, but um, I would not be a part of I would play in a place because I don't care, but I would never be uh, a leader in a dungeon that allowed cell phones in the play area. Now, um, that is just is... absolutely something I wouldn't do unless our Go yeah, ahead. our our places allows was uh, camera uh, allow cell phones. However, when you check in, you have to have tape put over your camera. And basically, like if you want to take a picture, a DM has to be handed the camera, and they take the tape off and put it back on. So yeah, every place because they understand that people need cell phones for kids and whatever. But it's just yeah, if they see somebody with an uncovered camera, uh, uh-uh, you're out. Yeah, um, the the piece of shit place that I was at that wasn't actually a piece of shit place because this was a good program. You could have your cell phones out in the lobby area. The right. second you entered that dungeon space where there was any player nudity going on, if your phone came out, you were out. Wow. If your phone rings and it's your kids, and because everyone says, that, oh, what about my kids? Right. Your kids will not die in the 12 seconds it takes you to walk out of the fucking dungeon right. and answer your phone. Right. So if that's the case, then your kids are too fucking fragile. You should not leave the house. And guard your fucking kids. Or hand um, your phone to a friend and say, hey, can you watch my phone while I do my scene just in case my kid calls? Ta-da! Yeah, yeah, whatever. Or have a but Yeah, so, but yeah. So that, I mean, literally, whole topic, whole yeah. topic. You yeah. completely invade people. I have seen multiple people leave the dungeon over the years because someone pulls out a cell phone and they're just like, what the fuck? Yeah. I'm going to lose my job. I'm going to lose my life. I'm going to lose my kids. Fuck you. I'm out of here. So uh, a bit, that's a big issue. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> this is the double-edged swords of DMs. DMs anonymous, another anonymous. You guys have to say you, we can use your name. DMs encroaching on a scene. Keep your distance, please. If I can feel your breath on me, uh. you are interrupting the scene, and it feels like sharking. Dun, dun, I dun, play dun. hard. Back off. Most yeah. DMs are volunteers. Yes. Most sand, you kind of get what you paid for. Mm-hmm. That's just the reality. DMs are important dungeon monitors. These are the people that are supposed to be there to enforce the rules, make sure everyone's having a good time. Nobody goes home uh, or goes uh, leaves the dungeon in an ambulance. The, the, the idea of a dungeon monitor is very honorable. It is very important. It makes people feel safe. It makes people feel that there's accountability and protection and that the rules will be held in place. That being said, 
not every DM is a great DM. And there are some that become, think they're cops. And then they, you know, they don't understand the subtlety of giving that space to the people playing and they're rigid. And that is just part of your DM training program that you have at a club. That if, it's if you not even always. get a training program, I've been plenty yeah. of places where the DMs get nothing. Ugh. Yeah, they just go, yeah, 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 go. And then they start making up their own rules. Yeah. And it's not consistent. It is very, very difficult. You can ask Abyss because um, she ran the DM program at Threshold for a, uh, for a while and tried to read it. It is very difficult to organize 20 DMs and to make sure they all have equal training and mm-hmm. that they all understand the subtleties of when to enter a scene, when to not, when to just get attention of the top and give a hand sign and be like, is this okay? Whatever, whatever, you know, it's difficult. It's super, super difficult. If you're not paying people that you can specifically train exactly how it goes, it, you want them there. You want those DMS there because it's important because where there is no DMS, though, those clubs, traditionally have more shit go bad yeah it's just um yeah it's a tough one i i i hear it but i just also want the people to know before you get all freaked out about what assholes dms are it is a very important and also very difficult fucking job to maintain and a quick tip that if you're going to play hard during a scene, give the DM a heads up. So that way they're not stopping in, un- stopping in unnecessarily. I've seen that happen multiple times. So, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. The more you know your DMs and the more you understand that they understand you and you understand them. And that's fine. And then if they're just a bad DM, then you have to work to get them to not be a DM at that party. Yeah. Um, or go to a different party. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh my God. What yes. a great segment. It went it went for a little while, but there's so much stuff. But I mean, just reading all of these different things and us talking about these different things, it just lets you know that it's not just pay your ten bucks, walk into a party, and then everything's gonna work out. It takes a lot to make a party work. Everyone has to be involved in its success. And that goes from the patrons to the people running the party. Your job is that you are always responsible for yourself and you are responsible for everyone around you. You are responsible to understand what is okay and what is not okay. Everybody's there for the same purpose. And at the same time, because you're all there for the same purpose, you kind of have to all work together to make the event a success or make the, the place a success. Because quite honestly, a lot of dungeons and place places are going away because they don't have volunteers or there's too much drama or whatever the case may be. Everyone needs to work together and just go have fun and watch and, and talk in social areas and, and just wear deodorant, damn it. <laughs> and on that note, fantastic segment. Uncle Creepy lurks around your bedroom once you're in his clutch. He penetrates the places where your mama said that good girls shouldn't touch. Wait down inside, Creepy. Uh, yeah, that's where I am. I'm in, I'm deep inside of everyone. You are. You are creepy <laughs> lives in all of us. That's That makes it kind of creepy. Yeah. If uh, there's a hole that can be filled... Creepy is there to fill it. 
If there's a gap. <laughs> I mean, I don't even need a gap. I just need a semi-wet surface. You know, so you can and rub it against a little bit of a, what do they call it, <laughs> frauding? No, that's dick to dick, isn't it? Froder, frodering, frodering, Frodo, Frodo, Frodo Rooter. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. I mean, you can rub yourself. Look, a fucking pound of hamburger in the microwave. Twenty seconds, good to go. My yeah. dick, my dick is not uh, biased. No. This is how we start your segment. Uh, yes, I want to paint a picture before for all our listeners with this visual media. Okay. Uh, I am I am freezing my ass off in a converted hay barn. I'm wearing sweat shorts and a short short shirt. I'm huddled over a blanket and there's two heaters pointed at me. Um, <laughs> I've also just finished a quarter loaf of French bread that I re-microwaved. Jesus, you sound like you're in the Arctics <laughs> waiting to die like at the end of one of those catastrophe movies. It's not going to yeah, be I'm long now. Right now. It's not going to be <laughs> long now. We have our last quarter pint of rum and a quarter loaf of bread. It was good knowing you, Bill. Yeah, I always think that I'm like the, the fat one that's like secretly stealing the food. And oh, yeah. <laughs> where's all of our, where did all of our candy bars go? And I'm just sitting there with a chocolate covered face. I don't know. Must have been Steve. Creeper steals the foods. Steals the foods as creepers does. Sends him away. doing it. <laughs> God, it sounds like my psychologist. Uh, oh, man, we're off to a good start. We're going to talk about slutty things, though. Have you uh, have you had any shenanigans in the last uh, couple weeks? Uh, no, no, no shenanigans. I've, I've done my very best to... Um, focus on work lately. Um, plans are in the making to leave Colorado. Oh wow! So I haven't been. Yeah, I haven't been too wild. No sneaking um, up on the, the missus in the middle of the night and jerking <laughs> off on her feet. <laughs> I mean, other than the usual. Oh, okay. But uh, again, I think it's just more like uh, the dreams. The dreams I've been having. I know we talked about that earlier about. Our, our glory days and are they behind us yeah or have we just paused i you know what it, it i'm gonna say this and and i'll say the same thing that i kind of said to you and i'll say it to the perverted podcast listeners there are ups and downs in everything we talk about that all the time in relationships socially whatever but the reality is is you never know when the bottom's going to drop out of your sexuality or your sexual prowess or anything in your life, but you have to just keep making opportunities for yourself. If you make no, yeah, we definitely, yeah, we definitely are past our prime if we have a sexually sedentary lifestyle. It's a guarantee. Yeah, I mean, I guess, yeah, it's hundred percent guaranteed. You. What is that stupid saying? You miss 100% of the shots you don't take. That is goddamn so, correct. I, <laughs> I need more back shots on Dirty Sluts, so I'm not done. I went out and bought a new sweater. <laughs> I feel pretty good about that. <laughs> hey, man, this is the time in which sweaters are, like, acceptable. Bought a new sweater? Well, because I'm starting to try to go to things. Like, even though I still live in the goddamn car and I look homelessly... 
I have allowed myself for too long to like be in that headspace, you know, and you grumble about, you know, you lament that you're past your prime and all that stuff that you and I do together. And it's bullshit. So, you know, go buy some new clothes, make yourself look presentable. I'm sanding off the sun bleached herpes stains on my fucking car. You know, to try to make it look a little bit better. And, you know, when I go to like little events, at the, I force myself to go to whatever I can. Dude, I go to like card night, bingo nights at the library now because I know like yeah. horny middle-aged divorcee women are going to be there and they're going to be like, oh, man, they'll fucking yeah. love me. But, uh, you know, up your game and get back in there. Find places to go and stop being a little bitch about it. And that's, you know, you're doing yep. stuff. You're but, working hard. Uh, why hasn't the pussy just come to me? I'm, uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a big boy. Give me the pussy. Yeah, no, it's not going to come to you. That's the thing it's not oh. going to do. And y- you know Shit. what? It's never done that for you or I. It is never fucking oh my just God, you're right. flown through the window. We have always had to be in the right place at the right time to show what our, which we're going to talk about in your rant in this topic, that yeah. it's the things that we do and finding those opportunities to stop living in the fucking fantasy world. So why don't you go ahead and just talk about your rant and then we'll get into the stuff we're talking about now. I mean, it started as on Reddit, as things always do. Uh, I just see constant and and continuous posts of, you know, I, I see, I, I, I watch, you know, I, I like looking at people getting fucked and fuckers fucking. And so Reddit's a great place to do that. Sure. And I, I come across in certain subreddits, swingers and like, you know, girls specifically who are big players in the swingers community i, I don't even know what that means because right uh, i i don't know if there's like movie you know famous people of the swinger community like oh that's don the cuck he fucking he's just always there with you know whatever that kind of a thing but right uh uh and the comments are always followed with oh yeah i'm next it's me pick me do right. all this other stuff and i'm just like this, this, you're not going to get laid from this, dude. She's not going to talk to you. I mean, even if she, you know, if it's not just a, a ploy to get you to sign up for their OnlyFans, it's y- what are you doing to get that that uh, that woman to be like, oh yeah, I need his dick next. Right. And it's like it was almost introspective, where I was like, wait a minute, what am I doing? Right. And why can't? <laughs> You know, am I becoming one of these people? And and that's where you know I, I brought up that conversation with you. It was just like, what what are you doing? Get out there, go go get that pussy. And uh, it, yeah. I think mm. it's frustrating because we still, and I don't think since I mean we're a little behind the loop here. There's a new generation of dumb, frustrated guys, like every few years, and I think it's important for us to. You know, remind if there's any newer guys that are like, because a lot of guys are like bitter. Oh, she only has an OnlyFans, and and you know, this is just I'm being manipulated in money, and she's pretending that she likes me, and blah 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 blah. You know, before there was OnlyFans, there was these things called strippers, and it was the same yep. game except you saw it live, and you know, it was a <laughs> it was a fantasy transaction 
where the exotic dancer showed you their wares and flirted with you and grinded on you. And there was a financial transaction and it was for fantasy. And only fans is nothing yeah. different than that. It is for fantasy. Yeah, just, yeah. And I think, I think with the times changing, uh, the, the same, the people are staying the same. If you don't adapt to the situation, you're, you're going to end up being the same as, as before. And it's just, it feels almost circular. Yeah. It's a matter of putting in, not just putting in the work, but also just that acceptance that nobody owes you anything. You are not owed yep. pussy. You are not owed dick. You are not owed anything that you don't produce some sort of value to yourself with. And what just getting away from the fantasy part of, you know, the, the porn star or whatever, not wanting you or whatever. It's just what are you offering? Like you talked about before. It's just like, dude, like you, fat homeless guy sitting in a car. Oh, yeah. Why aren't the fucking bitches knocking on my hood? Hey, <laughs> open up in the wrong neighborhood. I get I must be in the wrong neighborhood. I must be yeah. in the wrong neighborhood. But it's also just accepting that I need to create a value for myself because I don't think there's anything wrong. You hear it. it you know, oh, they're all into OnlyFans like in Fat Life. You're a ton of complaints. Oh, all these hot chicks are only trying to get you to their OnlyFans, 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 poor me, poor me, poor me. And granted, it, yeah, it would be great if there was more women that wanted me and didn't want me to go to their OnlyFans. I understand that. But it's no different than any other sales manipulation. Yeah. We're manipulating. It's, it, it's not, yeah, it's not, yeah, it's exactly. It's like it, you buy a car, you get fucked in the ass. At least the fucking OnlyFans, you get to see some titties. Oh my god! But you yeah, take that you car loan, come. yeah. You take that car loan, hey, man. Can you imagine jerking off like <laughs> the shit costs on, eighteen hundred a month. You better believe I'm gonna fuck this tailpipe in the garage. <laughs> oh yeah. There's always even, going you know, to signing be that. the documents like. Oh Jesus! Uh, just be like, hey, listen. You're, I'm going to sign on the dotted line, but I'm doing it and come. I'm going to do it and come, and I'm going to get fucked. My car is going to be half the value. But it's just like, you know, because I hear a lot of bitterness towards women, in the, the women in general, because they're doing that. Yeah. And just because you can't handle the fact that this is for fantasy and that they're playing a game just like any other sales and any other fucking item that they're trying to get you to buy with some promise of better health, more chicks will like you, you know, increasing your social value. It's all fucking, whenever there's money involved, it's all manipulation. So it's yep. not just that. So, yep. so I don't, I don't fault people that do OnlyFans, but in the reality is it is for fantasy and mostly some of them do. I mean, surely there's, I've heard plenty of stories of porn stars that are like I'm I'm a porn star because I'm really horny all the time and so I do they do go yeah. to swingers events and they do jump behind glory holes and have a great time and do that oh, but yeah. it is kind of rare it's a little it was extremely rare it's rare and once again do you have a value you know if you're it's like yeah. you know if it's a glory hole and they're like I don't care what the guy looks like because I'm just going to suck his dick and that's fun for me okay 
maybe that's going to work out for you. But if you want someone to be into you and you aren't putting in time to grow some sort of value because women still want the same things that men do. Sorry, train. <laughs> I have choo-choo trains. Um, <laughs> fucking shaking the walls and shit. But it's... <laughs> I lost my point. I'm thinking of the Blues Brothers now. <laughs> Fuck me. <laughs> but it's... Women want this, some things, if they're not going to get money, just like men, then it's validation, loyalty, trust, security, you know somebody that inspires them respects them if you don't have that to give then it's of course we're just going to take your money because you have nothing else to offer me uh, right and and don't forget that if women uh, and some you know some men like they can just fall on a dick like they don't need sure you know they don't need you to just be like hey i've got a penis that's all i'm offering that's not valuable anymore it's definitely a a package deal (laughs) but uh you definitely have to to earn it like and i i think i made that point with you when we were talking previous was um you know my value is i get i laugh girls panties off like right i make them comfortable and safe and i giggle and joke with them and then i you know hey what's Oh my God, my hands down your pants. Well, how did that happen? You know, that's the that's something that you can look at yourself and say, Oh yes, I do provide something other than a penis. I mean, you have to have at bare minimum uh, a personality. As you well. have to. You if you're not, like, if you're not going to be hot, yeah. I mean, let's just be real. Hot guy, hot chick. They don't have to work as hard because people are attracted to you physically on the external. Some of you are so fucking stupid that even if you're hot, no one's going to talk to you. But in most cases, if you're, if you're an attractive person, you don't have to work as hard, but I'm not an attractive person and I have to put in effort. I have to show that value that says, this is what I have to offer this situation. And just like you said, personality, humor, uh, all the things I can't make myself pretty. I'm not going to get plastic surgery. I can go to the gym and lose weight. I can do that and be healthy. That I can do. But if I don't, what I know I can do is learn how to have a personality. I can learn how to find yeah, value and- in myself. I can learn. I can study philosophies and how the world works. And I can learn about animals and Knowledge. find interesting things to talk about. I can take an improv class. I can watch things online that teach me how to be a better listener, how to be a better communicator, how to be more emotionally interested in my partners. Because if you don't have any of that to offer and you're ugly, sorry, the fuck? Yeah. You're going to buy a hooker. And it... it- and I want to say that, like, even even some hookers don't. Are very yeah, yeah, yeah. Hookies, this, hookers, but... it's not a guarantee. <laughs> yeah. And I think it's just, even if you are traditionally or, you know, handsome or beautiful, um, those days in which you can just do whatever you want and get away with it and and still have, partner-wise, those, they, those days are kind of fading as well. I've seen very beautiful people be just ignored because they're just so shallow and and you know they have no personality that just 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 like i can't deal with you because 
Ugh. It's all the it's all know. the focus on the it. external, which is another thing. A lot of guys get really bitter that they're like, "What? I got the chiseled abs. I'm driving the BMW. I can go to the nice restaurant." Yeah, but you're still a piece of shit. And you're like, "What are yeah, you already going to do?" It gets around. Like, yeah, and it's just like, what are we going to do? Like, you know, we're going to go to bed, and then you're going to go, hang on a sec. I'm going to open the window so you can look at my BMW while I fuck you retardedly. That's not going to, you know, what are you going to do? You know, there's got to be that interaction. So I understand that it's frustrating because the reality is, is we're path of least resistance, and you want it to be free. You want things to be easy. We want it to be not gratification. Yeah, yeah. we want that. Our culture, our society, especially in the Western parts, we're very, very into that instant gratification and romance, love and sex. Unless you're paying money directly, it doesn't work like that. It never it, it, you know, maybe it's worked differently in the past. You just go get your club and hit a woman over the head and drag her back to your cave. And that's your chick. Right. But that doesn't work anymore. And part of that is because women are more empowered, more independent financially. It doesn't mean we don't need each other. I'm not getting into any of that shit. But it is true yeah. that the days where it's just like you could just say, you're with me and I'm going to stalk you for a couple of weeks. And, and then eventually you'll go, fine, I'll go out on a date with you. And then well, fucking there we are. We have a kid now. Um, those days are kind of over. And I'm glad because that, yeah. d- that, was, like- that wasn't a good relationship. Yeah, like the betrothals of the of the past, where a woman was just like something her father paid a, another man to, you know, get some extra sheep. Like and shit. six like, goats, man. That that's bitch gone. cost six goats, dude. That's a high priced <laughs> fucking cow. Hol- yeah. holy cow. Yes, the cow is holy. <laughs> that's no, the- two sons that have to marry these daughters. <laughs> Uh, simpler times those days. So, well, it still days. exists in a lot of parts of the world. I mean, that's the the oh, sad yeah. thing. But um, yeah. I think it's I think it's important to give yourself these pet talks because a lot of the stuff that you're seeing online, all of these like how to get laid, and women are just as bad. They're reading books. You know, Nikki Glaser, the comedian, talks about it all the time. She reads this book how to how to get a man to marry you. And it's like such bullshit. It's it's all manipulation and smoke and mirrors and misdirection to get to some sort of prize, which is the wedding, the wedding ring, the the whatever fake American dream that we still follow. But there's no quest for intimacy. There's no quest for connection. There's no quest for any of the things that are going to make you want to stay with somebody. Because it's like once yeah, the well, car. The- yeah, go ahead. Well, I think the fantasy might be there. The fantasy of, yes, I'm going to find this woman and marry her. And she's going to, you know, blow me every day. And I think the fantasy exists and sure. that, that's something to strive for. But I think in the in the, the long run of it, it doesn't it doesn't necessarily work out that way. I mean, 50, 60 percent divorce rate, first marriage or 40 percent first marriage, 50, 60 for the second marriage, which because you didn't fucking learn the first time, apparently. Yeah, but I still, that's horrible. Time, that's so. horrible. Horrible. <laughs> yeah, you, we won't talk about your uh, your foibles. But uh, it's important. I don't know. It's just important every now and again for us to talk to guys and women and say, 
hey, if you want this at a more than superficial level, don't expect it. Start making changes. Go right now and buy a nicer sweater. Telling you, I'm expecting (laughs) I'm expecting prime pussy on that one, man. I spent like twenty two dollars, dude. Sweater pussy. Sweater Jesus, pussy. That's uh, like a fortune. Twenty two sweater. And I keep it in a bag. Like I'm not gonna wear it and fucking dump my fucking <laughs> chips and shitty chili and shit I eat all day on it. Like it's in a bag in a trunk. Uh, you know, I have shoes. Cl- like safe. a like the the sweater is fucking safe. So if you yeah. uh, you know if you're in the Los Angeles area and you're like. Hey, I'll fucking go to coffee with Boogie, whatever. Fucking poor fucking idiot. See what he's about. And I show up and you're like, damn, that's a a clean sweater. Man, you know, I'm putting in effort for you. Yeah. I'm putting in effort. I think that that's. Yeah. Yeah. That's it's sweater pussy. It's it's, it's sweater definitely... pussy. I will yeah. keep you warm and I will warm the cockles of your ovaries. Yeah, and I just I want to add, you know, since our talk yesterday, you were talking about pep talk. Um, I renewed my um, membership to one of the dungeons here. Very good. Um, you know, it expired, so you know, and I talked to my partner about it, and she's like, "Yeah, let's let's fucking go. We have the opportunity to now. I mean, it's kind of winter, so it's right. cold, but you know, it, I, I, we haven't tried." So now it's it's time to just be like, well, it's never going to work out yet because we haven't done anything. So right. now let's let's get out there and uh, you know put in some get work. That sweater pussy. Yeah. Thank you for sharing. <laughs> we talked about we a lot. Handled today. a lot in this goddamn perverted podcast segment. And I love you, and we'll talk to you real uh, soon. If you have any questions or comments about what we just talked about, pervertedpodcast at gmail dot com. Hit us up. You're an adult, so you can buy sex toys. Bye, 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 bye. We were a give them so you can make a better choice. Bye, 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 bye. Perverted Podcast Sex Toy Review. Dom Lust Toy Review. Path Girl getting freaky with stuff. <laughs> so I am there. eager. I actually uh, didn't know which toy, of course, domlust.com. For those of you that have been with us for a little while, you know that we got a big box of toys from Don Lester. Look at you. It's all of a sudden work now for you. I am the stunt vagina. (laughs) Oh, God. How many things do I have to fuck myself with? Thank you, Dom Lust. Yes. But uh, a lot of fun toys, and so we're uh, we got a couple more that we're going to review from this uh, domless.com if you're interested in some very fun, unique toys. And so far, all the toys that we've reviewed, you've had uh, a lot of fun with. And they're affordable, too. They're very, very moderately priced, so not nothing too hard in the pocketbook. Nice, nice. So yes. uh, let's get to the magic that you inserted into yourself yes. this week. <laughs> So all the toys that we've gotten up until now have all been motorized, vibrating, what have you. So they also sent us um, what we kind of called a tentacle. So for them, it's they're calling it a realistic dildo that it's a <laughs> a anal butt plug monster. Uh, <laughs> that's what they call it. But I it's, love it. 
Yes. So it, it, it's kind of, if you think along the lines of like, if you've seen like Bad Dragon or some of the other uh, tentacle uh, type of dildo. So this is just a static dildo where basically you're going to be, you know, thrusting in and out of yourself. But so it's, uh, it's a good seven to eight inches and it's got a lot of texture in it. So it does look like some type of uh, alien tentacle or like it's a, a tentacle. Like, oh my God. Tentacle. tentacle. Now, the the one they sent us is that they called it like a volcanic, so that it's like a dark brown. But when you look on their website, they actually have a really pretty like purple color too. So I don't know if it's oh, just nice. they started with one color and they went to another. But so the the good thing about this is so it you know all of their toys they're all silicone, so they're very uh, they're easy to wash up and they're very soft. It's not the cheap silicone where it's very sticky. But you can actually, when you run your hands up on top of it, you can feel every little bump and twist. And the great thing about this also, because it's a high quality silicone, it's flexible, it's twistable. I'm literally having it in my hands now. You could rotate it, bend it every single way. It's not oh, wow. tearing. You, you can feel it's not like it's going to give. It's a very strong, sturdy toy. Uh, the bottom of it's got a suction cup. So that's good if you want to throw it up against a shower door, throw it against oh my uh, a wall. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not a super, super strong uh, suction cup, but it'll pretty much hold on to everything. Um, and also, if you have a harness, uh, the base of this looks like you could slide it over and you could probably, I mean, get it into a, a harness as well if you want to fuck somebody with it as a strap on. So that oh would probably work great God. too. Yeah. So is it yeah. real girthy at the base? Um, the base itself, the, you know, there's it's probably about four inches wide, but it tapers down. So, you know, the the right, width right, right. of its of the of the toy itself is eh, probably about two and a half inches. I mean, it's, and, and it's it's pretty. You know, they're saying you know six six uh, inches around. That's kind of the diameter. Right. It's right, got a right, nice right. girth to it. I mean, because you can wrap. You know, I have an average size hand, and I can close my hand around it, and it's not like you know I can't grip all the way around it, and it's not so small that I can you know wrap my hand around it and it's too right, right, right. It's so it's tight. not so it's not yeah. awkward to kind of hold. You can manage it pretty well, right. So, and this is, they're marketing this not only as obviously a dildo, but obviously as an, uh, as a butt plug toy. Cause the cool thing about this is the tip of this is pointed upward. So oh. yeah. Yeah. So for the ladies, it'll hit your G spot, you know, if you're pointing it up one way and then you could turn it around and face it downward and you're hitting the prostate. Well, goddamn. Yeah. Multitasking. Exactly. Exactly. Fantastical. So, yeah, fantastical. So, yeah, I wound up eventually looping this up and inserting it. Now, granted, tentacles are not my jam. Right. I normally, you know, I've never done any tentacle play. I mean, I've seen it and kind of giggled about it. But so, but I was interested to see with all the bumps and grooves and stuff, because there are, there are actually a couple of deep grooves in here. Could I feel everything at all? Yeah, I felt every little bump and groove. <laughs> so what did it, so let's now, let's just talk. Let's, 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 yeah. uh, wow, let's, let's like bring it down, Path Girl. Yes. So were you laying down for this? Yes, I was laying in my bed. Uh, okay. Actually, I wound up using this because uh, I haven't had any time with Adonis. But I was just like, I'm normally not a girl that goes for dildos. I like the thrusters, the vibrators. But there are times that, like, even when I use a vibrator on my clit, that I need a little extra in the vagina. So sure, that's sure. what I kind of, my, my plan of attack was, where it's basically like, let's just start it off you know, moving it in and out of my, of my vagina and just kind of like feeling, you, you literally can feel every little bump and twist in there. And it's, it's a very interesting sensation when that tip hits the G spot, because 
it presses on it, but it's it's not irritating. Sometimes you can, you know, there are people that hit the G spot really hard, and it's like, yeah, oh, it no, pokes that's, it. That's, yeah, that's it pokes fun. it. Yeah, but um, it had it has a nice little girth to it. I was I was actually kind of surprised. And then it's got the flared base, so obviously, if you're going to use it as an anal toy, it's not going anywhere. Um, but so I combined it with a clit vibrator, and you know, obviously for. For me, it's a little awkward being shorter that it's just trying to move that out and hold that on there. I mean, so definitely partner play could be great for this. Sure, sure. Uh, but, you know, you definitely do feel every ridge. And I tried it both ways where it was up at the clit, uh, up at the G-spot and down, uh, I guess, toward uh, the, the anal. And it's just, it was a very interesting sensation. Um, like I said, not not my jam normally, but it was very interesting to try it out and kind of feel how it would be a tentacle and i've you know these these little bumps on here are just they, they each give a kind of different sensation to it huh. so were you able to uh arrive to your glorious orgasm unfortunately no i was not um and like i said i think part of it is that me manually pushing it in and out you know it was my, too my, much work yeah it was a lot of work <laughs> now too much work you lazy bitch well well yeah, <laughs> yeah. um and, and 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 again there's times that I'll just put something in my vagina and then use um, a, a, a vibrator on top. And that'll kind of get me off. Cause like I said, I just need a little bit more than the vibrator. Um, this right. might be interesting to put in like, or give it to Donis and have him use it. But um, yeah, the, the, the tentacles, yeah, not my jam, but it was, it was a fun toy to try, try out. So uh, let me ask you a question. Yes. So now that you've experienced the tentacle magic and yes. all of those little things, so now, like, when you go to the market and you, like, oh. go by the seafood department, do you, like, oh. longingly drag your fingers across the glass by the octopus? Oh. Or do you? No? Although those, yeah. the suction cups on the vaginal the vaginal wall and then popping off, oh, that could be interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or do you, like, just go up to the glass and then breathe on it and then, like, draw your phone number in it? Call me. Oh no! But it's you. You haven't seen the boys on Amazon, and for the people who've watched the boys and have watched uh, their Aquaman guy who fucks it, fucks an octopus. Yeah, it's very reminiscent of that. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least it was fun. Yes. Domless dot com, another fun toy. Yes. Down another fun toy tried, and and you surely would try it again. Maybe having Donis help you. So yeah, so and if you're into I, tentacles, this would be great. And and the price is actually like for for what I've seen for other tentacle dildos, they could be upwards of a hundred dollars. This one sure. is thirty thirty two bucks, it, great. And, and it's solid. That's fantastic. Yeah. All right. Well, another good toy review. Thank you, Domless. <laughs> Tentacle, 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 tentacle. And that is the end of show 390. Thank you for joining us. If you have any questions, comments, or topics you'd like for us to cover, please reach out to us at pervertedpodcast at gmail.com or find us on TikTok or Instagram under the Perverted Podcast. And on FetLife, there's both a group and a page. You can support us for free by hitting the like or subscribe button on whatever app you're listening to us on. It really does help push us up in the platforms and help other kinksters like you find us. And if you'd like to do a little bit more to help us out, please go to Perverted Podcast, uh, sorry, patreon.com slash pervertedpodcast and sign up for our five bucks if you give a fuck level to get our shows a few days early. Lots of behind the scenes stuff and our half a peepee episodes, which keep rolling along. And as always, love and smushy kisses to all of our patrons around the world. You're so Support means the world to us. Thank you very much, Tentacle Slut. I do love you. Thank you so much Stunt for vagina. doing this. 
Stunt Vagina, you've done an awesome job today. Thank you very much. And thank you to all our listeners. And we'll see you in the next one. Whoop, whoop. Everybody's got a kink. You might have two or three, I think. Uh, I enjoy it when you scream. There is no need to be discreet. Uh, Well, you can't play with a china doll. So what's the fun in that? Why stop with just one flavor when there's more that you can get? And if you want to be a boring bed, you cannot be my pet. Cause I say death to vanilla sex. I can pierce this needle through your flesh. You get so high and sing ah Dancing with my vloggers, I create my sweetest symphony on you. Well, you can't play with the China doll, so what's the fun in that? What's the fun in Why that? stop with just one flavor when there's more that you can get? And if you want to be a boring bed, you cannot be my pet, cause I say death. To Vanilla When I was a boy I had a dream I climbed a mountain of toys From up above I heard a voice Saying look around Here is a world So filled with Wondrous things Never deny your right To try them It will set you free Cause only a fool ignores the treasures that life sets right at your feet I pour hot wax on your breasts, you purr like a naughty kitten Sex with the selection builds a much deeper connection So true You can't play with the china dolls So what's the fun in that? Why stop with just one flavor When there's more that you can get? And if you want to be a bore in bed You cannot be my pet Cause I say death to vanilla death, to vanilla death, to vanilla sex. Death to vanilla sex, death to vanilla sex.